0: are you someone who doesn't take life too seriously do you sometimes find that a shot of whiskey isn't only deserved but needed if you said yes to either of those welcome to the whiskey and lace podcast where we have honest chats with everyday people shit shows and all i'm your host erica altus and i'm here to empower you to be the best version of yourself and perhaps share in a shot of whiskey now pour yourself a glass of wine and let's go Hello, Heather. Hello, Erica. <laughs> I don't know how that begun where you and I just started to use an English accent every like anytime I call Heather, I go, Hello. And like, it's every time without a doubt. I don't even know when we started that. Or anytime I answer, I say, Hello,
1: Erica.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we probably sound terrible. Like not even oh, close horrible. to a
1: British accent. Not even close. They're probably rolling their eyes. Right if you're now. a Brit listening right now, you're
0: like, you know, that's yeah, not how awful. it works. But um well, Everybody, I'd like to introduce you guys to Heather. For those of you that do not know who Heather is, she is my sister-in-law, and she is married to one of my four brothers, Tony. She is also incredibly talented at playing any sort of air instrument. Yeah, (laughs) Heather is. Have to agree. (laughs) Yeah, she's really good at the air drums. We'll like you know like be having a dance party in our kitchen, and you'll just look over, and Heather is jamming in the <laughs> background <laughs> it's great the drums and the guitar we're gonna have to like we're gonna have to like get that on video and post that so people can witness it but we have to get pretty tipsy for us there's to get a good to one point. from Kelly's
1: 40th in Tahoe
0: <gasps> that's true yeah I wonder who has that me I think so. All right. I'll look that on my phone. That was a few phone. years ago, though. When I have it, Could I'll on my stories. Yeah. Heather is mellow. She is such a good friend and even better sister-in-law. And she is arguably, arguably the raddest person we all know. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's Thanks. what came to mind when I was thinking of an intro for you. But wow. yes, Heather is my sister-in-law. And again, she's married to my brother, Tony. So let's get started with you giving us, you know, the story on how you met Tony. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's gonna love that. Oh, I, I, I think I've heard it, but like, go ahead and share all the deets, unless they're like TMI for his sister.
1: I mean, the short version is basically we met at a mutual friend's house, basically, a barbecue was going on. 7 Eleven Spencer. And, um, <laughs> you know, we were friends for a few months. I'm getting all beat red. <laughs> We were friends. Uh, We both knew that we lived in the East Bay. He was coaching at Cal. I was living in Pleasant Hill. He was living in Danville. And so we were friends, you know, for a few months and had hung out a few times. And then... Who made the first move, you or him? He did. So he had had... um, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called angioplasty, where they went in through his artery because they thought (laughs) he needed a stent. It was like the week after... Christmas, I think. Uh Um, He went in to do that procedure and they realized he didn't really need one. Anyways, he was home, I think, at your parents' house just recovering because it's an in and out procedure. It's Uh quick and easy, but um, he was home recovering from that. And I was like on a walk with my dog and we were texting back and forth and he finally asked me out on a date. And then we've been together ever since.
0: Well, I'm glad he found you. <laughs> I will say that, Same. like, having four brothers, you know, it's risky. Like, in laws can be, you know, hit or miss. That's for sure. Yeah. And I will say that all four of my sister in laws on my side of the <laughs> family are just incredible people. Oh, yes. Like, Everyone, we're yes. really lucky. And Everyone's really unique in their own way.
1: Yeah. But, yeah.
0: And we've had our fair share of shit that's happened, but like, we all are Nothing, really forgiving people, yeah. right?
1: Nothing like super major, but no. yeah. Yes, and we all get, we get along, along great. We all we have a good time. we enjoy each other's company. Yeah. Yeah,
0: which and is very rare. All of our kids rare. love
1: each other. All the cousins, when they get
0: together, they all love one another and have yeah. so much
1: fun. So, yeah.
0: And everybody loves to play games. Yep. You know, and... Lots of card games. We have lots of, like, the same humor, which is good. You know, you have to have a humor yeah. in order to be married into this family. Yeah. You know, we, we are it's very large. competitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, you have to get used to that, too, I'm sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the first time you met my family because that's quite oh, a story. Yeah. I was wondering if you were going to mention that. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So three weeks into dating, Tony says, hey, do you want to come with me to my mom's birthday in the city? And we're She was going- turning 70, right? No, 60. 60. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and um, I knew already, like I knew enough about your family, like a decent amount. I mean, I should say uh, six kids, you know, blah, 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 raised in Santa Rosa, all that. Um, most were married. Just he and Matt were the only ones not married. Right? I think At the you're time, right. Yeah. yeah. So everyone else is married, has significant other, and I knew that going into it. So I was like, okay, uh, <laughs> no wait pressure me on the spot. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so he's like, we're going to San Francisco to celebrate my mom's 60th. Uh, we're going to the Dueling Piano Bar, and oh, no, like, I want what you was to come. What's that place called? Johnny O'Duels, or oh, yeah, 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 something I think like that. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's like the one that's down below. Anyway, In a basement. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, of course. And I think we got burritos like beforehand. Anyways, that's minor details. But we met you guys in the city, went to the Dueling Piano Bar, and I met everybody.
0: Because <laughs> my mom, like, it wasn't even just our immediate family. Like, she had a lot of our good friends there. Yeah. yeah and, you know, there was a lot of the alcohol was flowing. Oh, yeah. It was a great time. I mean, it
1: was a great first night, whatever you want to call it to meet everyone. I mean, I was a little nervous going into it, especially with a large family, but we had a lot of fun. And yeah, and it was, do you remember? <laughs>
0: do you remember? Okay, so you know my mom's name is Alice. Oh yeah, everybody. And what did the guy? He calling? was like Alice, Alice. Who the fuck is Alice? Yeah, and the whole bar started chanting Alice, Alice. Who the fuck is Alice? And if you know my mom, who's like motherfucking Teresa, <laughs> she was just like, kind of, she was a good sport, but at the yeah. same time, we're like, you have no idea how this Alice yeah.
1: is. And then Joe Kelly was there, and um. That one of the piano guys called him Norm McDonald. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. It was a fun night. It was it couldn't have gone better. It was, yeah. I I had a great time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a
0: lot of pressure coming into a family (laughs) like this. But like at least you were set up to be in a fun environment and things like that. Not like meeting around the table for the first time. Have you actually seen that joke on TikTok that people play on? somebody in their family, like they're bringing a new boyfriend or girlfriend, oh, significant no. other. they will be in it. They're like around the table eating dinner. And all of a sudden, and they're all in on it. And all of a sudden, before they start eating dinner, the entire table rises and starts doing the <laughs> Pledge of Allegiance.
1: <laughs> I have not <laughs> and seen first, that, it's but I think that's so, it's it's hilarious. It's so <laughs> funny because
0: usually <laughs> they do it to a dude and they just stand up and they're looking around like, what the fuck like and th- and they just do it and then they like and then they all do some funny <laughs> spin at the end <laughs> oh my gosh I want an opportunity <laughs> I to do I was this just to gonna say I wish there was someone that was dating
1: in the family but there's nobody same, <laughs> everyone's same. married has kids or like
0: we just do it
1: <laughs> we could <laughs> do it to one start. of our nieces and nephews oh my gosh we should like Thanksgiving oh no, like they're gonna all listen of us.
0: I know. God damn it. I know. Now they're all going to know, but we'll have to find an opportunity where like a friend comes over or something and we just all are in on that because that would be, that would be hilarious. So people want to know what was your first impression of me and be honest if you thought I was a bitch or like, no, I did not think she was a bitch. I was probably overbearing. I was probably like, Oh, I like her. No, it wasn't overbearing.
1: I mean, the first time I met you was that night in San Francisco for your mom's birthday. And it was fun. Like I felt like we, yeah, we had a great time. Like obviously we were all drinking and you know yeah. just like hanging out. And then I remember we got up and we were dancing like in
0: front of the pianos. And I was like, sweet, you know. Well, you like, are like <laughs> is such an easygoing person. I feel like everybody who's been married into our family is actually like they're pretty easygoing yeah. and again like have a sense of humor that yeah. it just all clicked really naturally, which is a huge good sign. Like that. All right, you know, you can, you can. Be welcomed in, right? Yeah. No, I didn't. You were definitely not a bitch, and I I did not think that of you. Some people think that um, I've had, like, you know, people tell me that uh, they're intimidated by me, and I've always, like, kind of wondered, like— is it just because I'm honest, you know, like, and what is it that I'm putting out there? I try to be really warm and welcoming, but yeah. like some people are just really, they, they say like, I've, I'm really intimidated by you. Surprisingly,
1: I've actually heard the same thing about myself, even really? though I'm not,
0: I do not think,
1: I think maybe someone that doesn't know me or whatever, yeah. just, maybe just first imp- I don't know not even huh. first impression but before they even meet me like my I don't know that's what I've heard yeah, but i not you from do everyone not give me that I, know. I don't all. think so either <laughs> but I have heard it from a few people in the past and I'm like what yeah you don't seem like that I'm like, burped. No.
0: and then I it- <laughs> just <burped. laughs> Excuse you. Um,
1: um yeah so no I was I was not intimidated um and I did not think you were a bitch but I did. was obviously hoping that, like,
0: you liked me, you know, and that, like, we got along. No, we've never had a—I don't think we've ever been in a fight or anything. No. I mean, how long have you been (laughs) married to Tony or with Tony? Ten and a half. We've been married ten and a half years. It'll be 11 in September. We've got a good track record going. Let's keep it up. Yeah, knock (laughs) on wood. No, we just were—you know, it's really nice when you have a sister-in-law who you also can consider, like, such a good friend, you know? Heather lives— four houses away from us basically. And it just, you know, I can call you anytime that I need you. You're always there and you're just a positive person. And I'm so glad that my brother found you because you truly are really right.
1: Oh, well, thank you.
0: You're welcome. Of course. Um, now everybody wants to know because you are a baseball wife. Yeah. Baseball widow. A baseball widow, <laughs> is that what they call yeah, you? Yeah, that's what they and call And somebody it. said, because I, when I shared on my stories, like telling everybody that I was going to be podcasting with you and, you know, that I was interviewing you and I said, you know, Heather typically is a solo parent for a good part of the year. And I did have somebody write in on the questions box and say, like, thank you so much for saying solo and not single. Because there are a lot of people – not necessarily baseball wives, but there are a lot of wives who are married to people who are gone a lot, you know, yeah. a lot of firefighter wives where they'll be gone for months at a time. And it's yeah. military. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. So, you know, I didn't realize that you, I didn't even think about using that term. That's I didn't just not either. Came to mind. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I didn't use the word single because <laughs> that could have easily happened. Yeah. Yeah. But I knew not to use that because I know you're not single, but yeah. you do fly solo. So people want to know, like, Really, how is it? Yeah.
1: I mean, there's definitely times where it can be a lot. Um, But there's also times where we just get in a rhythm of, especially when you have a schedule, like the kids going to school, you know, pick them up. They've got practices, games, like you kind of get in a routine and that's always helpful. And so it's not always horrible. Um, Obviously, some days are worse than others, but Overall, for me, um, I've been doing it for so long that I kind of am used to it or I feel used to it. But not to say that some days are not hard because there's definitely hard days, you know, Right. and especially when the kids are not listening and I have to repeat myself a million times and I lose my patience and
0: yeah, definitely. And you kind of knew wearing Tony that it was a possibility that he could be in this position someday. So like you kind of had to know that going into not that it makes it any easier, but just that like if you knew that that was a lifestyle you didn't want to have, you know, like I would be so bummed if like you all of a sudden like, he got this <laughs> opportunity and you were like, well, fuck you. You know, it'd be like, yeah. wait a minute. He's worked his whole life towards this. So it's really awesome that you've been so supportive of his career. Yeah.
1: When I met him, he was coaching at Cal. And so it was similar, but different because college baseball is, as a coach, is a lot more year round they have fall ball, which is like, you know, obviously them practicing to get ready for the season. And then they have the season. And then when the season ends, it's summertime and the coaches go and recruit. So they're traveling to different places to recruit kids to come and play for them. So there's not really like any specific months where they just like have off-season. like, yeah, there's not really an off season. The off season is when they go and recruit. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, it's not, it's not horrible, but there's no – so, like, pro ball, they get three months off in the offseason or, right. you know, whatever, To betting if they make it to playoffs, a little less. But, you know, obviously, that's what we're rooting – the end goal is for them to go to the playoffs, if not the Super World Series. Star. Yeah, I almost said Super Bowl. Oh, my God. World <laughs> Series. Hello. Wrong sport. So, yeah, I knew getting into it when he coached at Cal, like, this is – you know, this is his life. Like, he – I've only – heard about him you know playing I never got to see him play because we weren't together then I didn't know him then but baseball is his life and so yeah I knew getting into it that like this
0: is it was, an, what it is, was a possibility that yeah, that could happen yeah
1: and then when he left Cal he kind of did some independent coaching stuff on his own before the Mariners called him and offered him a job and so now he's been with the Mariners seven years or this is his seventh oh year God, already seven years? yeah crazy. Damn. He was with Cal for seven and then now he's been with the oh Mariners seven. Yeah.
0: So he wasn't always in, just so you guys, if you don't know, he wasn't always in the major league position, yeah. which, which is what he's in now, which was much different when he was working with the minor league division, mm-hmm. right? Cause he was able to be home a lot more yeah. with that position. Yeah.
1: So he started off as the catching coordinator and kind of like assistant hitting, but mostly catching coordinator. And then he moved into the minor league field coordinator. And then from there, he got hired onto the major league staff.
0: And when you get hired onto the major league staff, he leaves in February, like beginning mid-February. And he could be potentially gone until November, end of October, if they do really, really well. But for sure gone from February Mm -hmm. until September. Yeah. He
1: normally leaves right around Valentine's Day, which... Ugh. It's not a big deal because we don't really, I mean, we dated, so we celebrated dumb. it, but like, let's yeah. be real. It's a stupid holiday. A it's a yeah. Hallmark holiday. Like, I'd rather celebrate, you know, other days. Like, let's go to dinner and do whatever, totally. you know, random two nights somewhere, like Agreed. on a random date. Like, we yeah. don't need to celebrate Valentine's Day. But um, it's normally right around Valentine's Day. And then, so spring training... And yeah, and then from spring training, the season starts and it goes all the way until October, like the first week of I don't October. I think I've
0: celebrated my birthday with Tony yeah, in like forever <laughs> so, for like 12 years. I literally was contemplating going to Arizona for my 40th just so he could be there, but then I'm like, he probably can only hang out for like two hours, yeah. so he has to leave. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah, and be like, like womp, womp. So, yeah, I'm like, oh, happy birthday to me, yeah. but Woo. um, no, he, I have not celebrated my birthday with Tony in years, but it's okay, like, I'm it's really awesome to see him in this position. And I remember the day that he did get the call, getting moved up to that pro position. And I will never forget like just walking into the kitchen and giving him a hug and just being so incredibly proud of him because he has, he's worked his whole life to get to this point. And it's really awesome just to see that come to fruition. But that doesn't go out without saying that the amount that he's gone has it's hard on everybody and you and how, how do the kids deal with it?
1: Overall, I would say they do pretty well. Obviously they, they miss him when we're, when we aren't with him and when we don't, you know, we try to see him every couple of weeks, like every two to three weeks. And luckily this summer, spring and summer of this, well, like late spring and summer of this year has really worked out well, where we've been able to make it work to where we see him every two weeks.
0: Yeah. And that probably is like a good it's, you know yeah,
1: it's and it's really helpful. I mean, obviously when they're in school, it doesn't always work out that way, but we try to make it not the more than that. Teachers are weeks.
0: pretty understanding too. They are at school and yeah, stuff, like, so that's nice. Yeah. But um they're used to it. And he's a very would you say he's a very present dad even when he's not around? Like he FaceTimes yeah. all the time oh, yeah. and he even watches AJ's games, you know, um, when he can't be there and stuff like that. Yeah, luckily our
1: Little League has cameras up on the fields. And when AJ's playing and if if he's able to watch, he logs on and he watches. And, you know, and he will be texting me on the side like, oh my God, great hit or that was a great play he just made. Or I can't believe that was a strike or, you know, something. totally. So, yeah, he's very, very involved, even though he's not always present with us. Um, But I would say overall they do pretty well. Every now and then they have their moments of like I miss Daddy and yeah. that's expected um, totally and understanding, but I feel like sometimes it's actually even harder on him than it might be on me. I could see you know, that because he's gone. He especially when they are traveling, they're on the road. He's in a hotel by himself. Obviously, he can hang out with the other Tony's coaches a and guy. <laughs> yeah, and he, and, and he does. But you know, hang out with the other coaches, but he sees them day in and day out every day. And it's not the same as being with your family.
0: Yeah. Your kids. And well, and he has to probably, and he also watches like when we are, you know, going to our neighbor's house and, you know, swimming in a pool or like doing, going out to dinner or just getting together as a family. I can only imagine like, that FOMO. You oh, know? He definitely like, it's gets FOMO. Major for sure. <laughs> he
1: got FOMO bad before he even took this position. Now he really gets FOMO.
0: <laughs> he is he's notorious for like, that. Oh. He's
1: always like, Thanks for the invite. I'm like, I can't invite you. You're in like Houston. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even simple things, just having dinner here. And he'll be like, What are you guys yeah. doing? Oh Matt Erica's having dinner and be like, I uh,
0: wish I was there. <laughs> but you know. Oh my gosh. No, you guys you sacrifice you, you do you Handle it very, very, very well. And you should be really proud of yourself. Oh, thank because you. <laughs> I, if Mark's gone for one week for a golf tournament, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> get home now I could not I could not do what you do well first of all I don't like to stay in my house I, by myself because yeah. I think that I'm gonna get murdered so like that's a whole uh, other thing I mean literally when I'm home alone I will text Heather and be like keep your phone on okay like, just <laughs> in case and she's like okay for how much I listen to like
1: true crime podcasts and like which I love that you love that by I the love way. that shit <laughs> and like any kind of like true crime anything I love it and I listen to it all the time and maybe because I've You're listened to so much of it over the years and I I used to watch like Dateline in 2020 like all the time. I don't watch it anymore really because I try to watch like, you know, other shows that – are on these We're days. We're big Bravo fans <laughs> over here, everybody. Big Bravo, <laughs> but like anything that's good on Netflix or Apple yeah. TV or prime, like I'm like,
0: Ooh, a little bit more lighthearted. Than yeah, yeah.
1: But I feel <laughs> like, I feel like maybe that's kind of prepared me to like, I'm like, okay, all the doors are locked. Um, let's see. I've got a dog. Now I have two dogs. I've got two cats. If anyone tries to break in, like
0: I'm, I'm going to be with Heather yeah. because <laughs> here's the thing. Like Heather's super cool, calm, and collected. (laughs) Oh boy. But if you like, if you like, I've seen her (laughs) mad at Tony, and it's not often. Like, it's not often, but if you know when Heather's pissed, you know (laughs) she's pissed. You're like, oh fuck. (laughs) Okay. Because I get pissed a lot. So it's just like, oh, Erica's mad again. You know, like I just wear my heart on my sleeve. You just, you know, like when you're so patient. Yeah. You're a very patient person. Yeah. But being so
1: low, <laughs> a solo parent, <laughs> yeah. a lot of the time uh, some of those patients have gone out the window Ew, with the yeah. kids. It, rightfully specifically. So. And But I mean, I try really hard to stay as patient as I can, but I'm human. They're still kids. <laughs> I'm human and they're kids and they have to be told a million times to do something. So, you know, right. like Tony said in the baseball podcast that he did a few like on the offseason last year, it's like we're professional reminders. It's
0: he true. does it
1: with his job, with you know, baseball players, but also with our kids. And then we as parents, moms are also professional reminders at, and it's that's like, a
0: really good way of looking at it. Because god damn it, I think I remind <laughs> my kids or have to say something 45 times like, oh yeah. Go put your shoes away. Go put your shoes away. Mm-hmm. Like and then you're like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> go put your shoes get away. dressed and brush your
1: teeth. Yes. It's like the 10th time, go get dressed and brush your teeth. We are gonna be late.
0: <laughs> oh my god. So do you ever get like how do you manage? Because there's a lot of women who wanna know how you balance it. Like how do mm. you balance being able to still, like you are still a very social person and I think it's really important and I'm really proud of you that you just haven't like become a hermit crop, you know, like of just going <laughs> and seeing Tony and then coming home and like just hanging with your kids, like you're a social person. So how do you manage, how do you, how do you deal with that? Like being, making sure that you get time for you.
1: Um, I mean, I'm not afraid to take time for myself. I mean, I think it's really important. I, if you don't take time for yourself, that's where you kind of can get lost in, I don't know. I'm just in with not being able to do anything. And some more, and you, it's, hire, it's babies so you yeah. will
0: hire babysitters and, you know, you've, you've become, and I don't want to say this cause it sounds so bad. So don't be offended, but like, I love that you're comfortable with being, the single person there. Like, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's, yeah, like, you know, and I'm always like, whenever we do dinners, we're like, have Heather and the kids over, and it's never awkward. It's never like, you know, like we all understand. We all like, or like, duh, include Heather, you know? Well, I
1: think it's just like with even not being a solo parent, I think that it, it is just important for you, anybody, to take time for themselves, whether it's right. going to get a pedicure or going shopping or a facial or massage whatever, or going out to dinner with friends or, you know, right. whatever it might be. I just think for anyone, even when your husband is home, I think it's still important to do things together, but then also do things separately totally. because otherwise we become too dependent on one another. And then sometimes yeah. that can be unhealthy. Dude, um, I need a break from Mark
0: a lot. <laughs> like, well, I go. he's golfing
1: tomorrow, so <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. Yeah, totally. No, we're good at it. Well, I used to do a job where I traveled a lot. Yeah. And what I didn't recognize until after I was done doing that job was that that time away was actually really healthy for our relationship. I mean, I was yeah. only away for like sometimes a week at a time, you know, nothing like Tony. I can't imagine. Hey, Pinot lovers or lovers of Pinot lovers, this shout out is just for you. This holiday season, Seduri Wines has got you covered for all your Pinot Noir needs. Whether you were looking to treat yourself or gift to a loved one whose Pinot love runs deep. Look no further than Siduri because they are seriously passionate about Pinot. With 26 Pinot Noirs offered, all produced from the best vineyards along the West Coast, passion is an understatement. If you are into quintessential cool-climate Oregon Pinots, their Willamette Valley wines are calling your name. Or say you love a sweeping coastal maritime influence. Their wines from Santa Barbara and Anderson Valley are sure to please your palate. And if you're like me and go ham for those earthy and Christmas spice pinots, then the wines from Sonoma Coast and Russian River are your jam. Shop their whole collection of gift sets online at suduri.com slash gifts and enjoy free shipping when you use the code whiskey and lace at checkout. And if you're a Sonoma County local, use promo code whiskey and lace and enjoy a two for one deal on all tasting experiences offered at the Hillsburg Tasting Lounge when you book online. This offer will be running through January and is exclusively for my whiskeys. So don't miss out on packing home the Pinot for the holidays with Seduri Wines. Do you, to bring it back to you guys, do you feel that this does, like having him away, does it build resentment in you or does it hurt your relationship? Like how do you guys kind of, without getting into the details, (laughs) (laughs) um, keep the spark alive when he's not here all the time?
1: I do not have resentment. I've always told him that I support him 100% in his career and he supports me obviously 100% in mine. I'm not gone traveling for mine, but I've always told him that I support him no matter what. And if he wants to continue doing this coaching for whether it's pro ball, college, whatever it might be, if that's what he wants to continue doing, um, like I support him. And I don't think that we would have ever worked from the beginning if I didn't have that support for him and Mm -hmm. understanding of what it entails for him to be a coach. And especially at this level, I mean— any kind of coach, there's traveling and whatnot, but I mean, especially at the professional level, it's, it's insane. It's yeah, it's a lot. And the amount of games that they play in a year, I forget what it is exactly. It's like
0: 152 or something like that, right? 106.
1: I don't know, 160 yeah. or That's like a lot of 162. Baseball. I don't know. I could be. But I always it's ask a lot. him. I'm like, do you ever get
0: sick of hearing the Star Spangled <laughs> Banner <laughs> and God Bless America? And he's like, yeah. And he knows
1: the Star Spangled or. Uh, god bless america no star-spangled banner or what is it the canadian the national anthem, the national anthem oh. sorry in canada or the canada canadian yeah, one. Oh my the god I can't talk. <laughs> the canadian one like he knows it by heart he because he's heard he's that really so many times too and i'm like what i'm like i only know i obviously only know the very first line but like that i it. mean it's oh, gotta canada. just be that, that
0: day in <laughs> and day out yeah like, oh my gosh you know what i yeah. asked him he's like yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah he probably right tunes day. it
0: out but yeah
1: He's also sometimes in the cages still when they're doing that. Oh, all of that stuff. Yeah, sometimes he walks right up, like, right when the game's about to start. Oh.
0: Oh, I didn't notice that.
1: Yeah, or most days. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He just, I mean, because he doesn't need to be there for that song and dance. Yeah. Because they're not, like, introducing the players and things like that. Yeah,
1: I mean, they do it, like, on the big screen, like, beforehand. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't have resentment for him, and I never have. And our relationship would have never worked from the beginning if I ever did, and... And yeah. honestly, it works right now um, because I support him and I'm willing to do what I have to do for him to, you know, have that job. But, you know.
0: What would what would you say is the hardest part?
1: The hardest part is probably, obviously, when we don't get to see him. Like, if mm-hmm. there are times uh, when it's longer than two weeks and we don't get to see him, like, just, and it's probably even harder on him. It's hard on me and the kids, but it's definitely harder on him. Yeah. Um, just, like, he gets, like, okay, like, I need to see you guys,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that's probably the hardest part, really. Right.
0: just the separation. Making sure that he is feeling taken care of, too, in this position. Yeah. And not being able to see you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. Goes both ways. Totally. And when he comes home, somebody asked the question, um, does he, like, dive right into just full dad mode? Yes. So, I would have to say when he. Is it kind of weird? <laughs> like all of a sudden, he's it takes like, like a day oh. or
1: two. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, he's used to being up there in like a house that he rents yeah. with a bunch of dudes every day. Yeah. For months at a time. And then coming home, it's like, okay, it usually takes like a day or two, like
0: to make it feel normal. Yeah.
1: I mean, he, he dives right in, but it, you can just tell usually when he first gets home, it's always a, like a little like, oh, this is weird to be home oh, right here. now. <laughs> you're here
0: all the time okay. now.
1: <laughs> but then after a couple of days, it's like, ah, back to normal. You know, totally. and
0: he does, I would say, like, based on me witnessing it, like he does. He's a very he's a very attentive dad. Yeah. And he he really is hands on and he's helpful. And
1: yes. And over the years, like, he doesn't more come and home more. and be like,
0: it's my vacation. No. Like, so
1: so <laughs> it's funny you say that Um, when he was the catching coordinator in like the first couple of years that he did have this, you know, his job with the Mariners when he the beginning of it, it kind of was like an adjustment to where he would be gone for however many days and then come home for however many days. And usually the first day back, it would be, like, come home, like, put his, you know, bring his bags in, and then, like, sit down on the couch, and I'd be doing the normal things around around the house, and I'd be (laughs) like, um... No, <laughs> no you days don't off. get to just come home and sit on the couch. Like, he's probably going to be pissed that I'm mentioning this, but I'm oh. like, you know what?
0: Like, no. He's a guy. Yeah. Mark just did that today. I'm I was like, like no. are you napping?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> get like, up. No. So that was a little bit of an adjustment. And I think that it was just, you know, he had to get used to being gone and then coming back and like the back and forth. Transitioning. Yeah, back the in, back yeah. and forth. But, you know, after a while, he got better at it. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to, you can't. I I probably kept it inside of myself a little bit at first, but then after a while I was like, you know, that's when you build resentment. so I finally like spoke up and I'm like, dude, no, (laughs) 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 I'm doing this 24 seven just because you're just coming home. Like you got to get back into the swing of things. Like this is how it is. You got to help me. You can't just come home and sit down on the couch and watch whatever (laughs) you want. Like, I wish I could do
0: that. Seriously. Would you, would you ever consider moving? I really hope you say no to this question. (laughs) Would you ever consider moving to Seattle? Oh, yeah, I would.
1: <sighs> I would, but what's hard is, um, you know, he has a two year contract right now, and this is the second year of his contract. So, Let's see where that, you know, what ends up happening. yeah, who knows what's going to happen at the end of this season with his contract. And yeah. you never know. I mean, being a hitting coach is really difficult, and yeah. not a lot of hitting coaches stay in the same place for interesting.
0: Yeah, for a long well, period of time. especially at the yeah at that level, right. So who knows? But yeah, you might. Ugh, I'll be
1: so fucking. It would be really hard move. to just do that for like one year because they they typically offer a lot of one year contracts. Oh, really? really? Aren't a lot of two or even more than two years? That is I mean, so like lame. managers will get like five or seven year contracts, but
0: not like not the yeah. other coaches. It's just like probably industry standard or whatever. Yeah, I would be so sad if you left, but also like. I always like tell people when they ask me that question, like, Oh, would Heather ever consider it? And I always answer for you. (laughs) And I'm like, well, obviously, yeah. Like if it made sense for their family, but at the same time, like you have a support system here yeah, and you have your life here and like your parents and my parents and your friends. And so like being up in Seattle, it'd be great because you get to see him all the time. But then when he's not always there, like they travel a lot too. So it's not like he's just constantly in Seattle. So Mm -hmm. it's not like you just, you know, so when, he's not there, then you don't have me. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) I don't have you.
1: I don't have your kids for my kids to play with. I
0: I would be, I mean, we may, (laughs) like, okay, because you know that we're not, like, like, set on living in California forever. So, like, if you guys, like, move somewhere awesome, (laughs) we may go with you. (laughs) Well, you never know. Mark is probably, like, not a hard chance, like, no chance in hell, but... (laughs) It's never it's say never. Say never t- It's never off the table, Heather. Yeah. Never say never. Well, yeah. I just think that it is, you know, admirable that you guys, oh, I told you to turn off your phone. Uh, and then here I am with my phone on. <laughs> That's I'm okay. Rookie move. It happens. So it is really admirable of you to do what you do because I'm sure not many people could even, I couldn't do it, you know. So yeah. I'm really proud of you. And it's really Aww. neat to see how much you support him and support his role and just how you guys manage it, I think is great. I think there's such a good balance in it. And it's good that the kids do get to see him as often as they do. I mean, mm-hmm. are you sick of, like, baseball food? Like, going to the ballpark and, like, having a hot dog? Honestly, T-Mobile Park has some of the best ballpark I, food. I agree with you. And actually, we're going there this weekend. This isn't going to air until way later. But we're going there this weekend. Right. That I, like, can't wait to have some of the food. I mean, they have the Poke Bowls and the sushi. And then they've
1: got the the Asian, like, the Chinese. Yeah. Din Tai Fung, yes, which my kids so good. love. They get it every single time. They have chicken fried rice and they have the wonton soup. I mean, it was hot last week when we were there and that's what they wanted. I'm like, you guys want wonton soup in this like <laughs> 85 degree weather? Are you sure? And they're like, you yeah, get they web? love it. Occasionally. Okay. What are we um, putting on it? They do have an area that has really good, like you can choose either like the big, long, mm-hmm. probably foot long. Hot dog, kielbasa, and then they have like a Seattle dog, which they're all
0: really Uh, big. A Seattle dog. Can we please talk about those? They're so good. So it's a very unexpected hot dog (laughs) that's delicious. And I never knew it even existed until, you know, we went to the Mariners opening game. Uh And they put like cream cheese. Yeah. And like grilled onions and pepperoncinis. Uh-huh. It is so fucking good. You know what it reminds me of? I haven't had one yet. What? <laughs> no. Oh, we're changing that this weekend. Okay, let's get I'll a have one this Let's weekend. get one on the street. So they have like street vendors oh, before the, the game. Street, street meat. Street Street meat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like how my voice went really deep and low for that. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Billy streaming. your brother Billy loves, oh, he loves the, the street meat I mean it is so
0: good especially after it like is. you had like four oh. beers in a game and then you go after 100%. it like, 100 so but it reminds a Seattle dog in a way reminds me of the redneck sushi mm. which is redneck sushi yeah. is salami <laughs> with cream cheese and a peppercini rolled up if you haven't tried it it's it is, so good so underrated and it is so fucking good it's so good you have to try it so those hot dogs like everyone's like ew cream cheese and a hot dog I'm like don't knock it till you try yeah. it it is so good it looks so. good I haven't
1: had one yet um I've had one of the other ones and I'll do like mustard
0: yeah, sauerkraut so oh yeah I love relish yes all the things
1: yeah all the things
0: so just good. load it up. Just load it up. Except for um, I will say that we not knocking T Mobile, but they need oh. to get their chicken tender situation in order. Cause Ooh. two people that we were with the last time we went to a game, they were like cold. Ew, really? <laughs> so oh, really? No. Like, these were like not these were like pre made and sitting there. And I'm like, oh uh, gosh, you gotta go with a hot dog. Like you can't yeah, mess that up, you know. I mean, so, no offense, but you can get right. chicken tenders anywhere. Exactly.
1: And but they're not known. Well, are they known for their garlic fries? They might. Uh, I don't know if they're known for them. They definitely have them. I've had them once before. This was years ago. And uh, the rest of the night, Tony's like, oh my God, you're and I'm like, okay, noted, not eating those again. And I was like, sorry, I had garlic fries. I love that
0: we've just dedicated like six he minutes. Was like Ooh. we've dedicated six minutes of this podcast to ballpark food. Yeah. I mean They have a
1: crab sandwich. It's not as good as the one at um San Francisco. Have, yeah. Yeah. It's a little different. It's more of like a grilled cheese style with crab in the middle. Um, Ew. So it's it's good. My, I know you uh, don't like seafood. You don't like mouth crab. My sweating over here. It's good, but, you know, it's not the best, like, one that you could ever have. Right. Um, it's decent. They've got Ivers, I think it's called. So they mm-hmm. have, like, clam chowder and yeah. you can get, like, fried oysters and, like, some other things. So they've got, like, a variety of
0: things. You want to know what I love about that stadium is they're – store where you walk in and you like, you just put in your credit card, like you're oh, going through yeah. a train
1: station. The Amazon,
0: I think it's yeah. the Amazon store If you've never been in one of these. Okay. I know it takes away people's jobs. So like, <laughs> don't get pissed. There's
1: still people standing
0: there, there watching There are still make people sure, standing there, so there's still someone I will working say it. it is so genius for a stadium setting. I wouldn't like want to go do my grocery shopping in this manner by any means, no. but for a stadium or a, like a concert or a ball game like that, it is fucking genius. Yeah. You put in your credit card for those of you that don't know. You put in your credit card like you would at a train station, like a ticket, you know, and then you walk in and they have all these lasers and like cameras on you <laughs> I know, up crazy, If you crazy, look up, actually. you're like, oh shit. Like yeah. you're being watched. But you can oh, go yeah. in and they have fridges full of just uh-huh. all different beers, drinks. They have like grab and go food. And you do have to open up your alcohol before you leave. And my brother, Billy, yes. put that to the test oh, at the playoff game. Yeah. yeah. And he, I he forgot about that. Oh, he's was like, watch this, Erica. Like, he could, like, <laughs> get by it. I'm like, okay, Bill. I'm invincible. Yeah, like, you're not going know. So what he did was he, like, grabbed it and he put one in his back pocket. And he's a big dude. So, like, his pocket, like, he couldn't really see it. <laughs> And he walks out, and like when we were like a hundred feet away, he gets a tap on the shoulder from some person that works there, and they're like, yeah. "Sir, you need to open that drink." And he's like, "Oh fuck!" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't understand the policy. I maybe I should know
1: this. I just don't understand the policy of I know. why it has we need to be to, open." That's a really good. Point. Like, Like, what what? do they think you're gonna do with it? Like, I'm gonna open it up eventually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna drink it. I just paid $18 (laughs) for this fucking thing. Trust me, I'm gonna drink it. But like like, I don't understand. I don't know. I mean I'm I'm sure there's a reason, but I don't know
0: why that rule is in place. Can you please leave it in the comments? Because we would really like
1: to And I feel like it's ballpark to ballpark. Some don't even open it for you when they give it to you if when you buy it, if you buy like one in a can. Oh yeah. It's bizarre.
0: I just don't get it. Yeah, like, what are you gonna I do? Storm them and bring them out of the park? Like you might as well just yeah. hit the liquor store on the way out and get like <laughs> a beer for half the price. Yeah, <laughs> you know? seriously, it's ridiculous. But it is ridiculous. Again, I love that we've just spent this much time about food. Well, at you know, park, it's but important. It's really important. <laughs> I <laughs> Spend always a lot think of about. Days there, so, like, so it's important. Ooh, actually, sorry. Continuing no, on this topic, yeah. you want to know one of the things that I do like there? Yeah. They they have nachos in a helmet. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's a like it's like a shareable size nacho and it comes in like a catcher's helmet. Delish. I may get that when we go this weekend. But all right, moving on. Okay. Um, you just got your real estate license. I did. Congratulations. Thank you. Heather passed the first time around. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> it's not easy though,
1: I can tell you that. No.
0: it got like it in February.
1: Beginning of February. I passed, or it was when I took the test and passed, but it's a little like The beginning is like a little bit of a process because you have to like sign up for all these things and pay all these fees. Can we talk about how expensive it is to be realtor? It's expensive. I and they don't tell you that
0: from the beginning. No, it's like thousands of dollars a year. You guys, so (laughs) like, yeah. And I just actually transitioned to a referral agent in the office because I don't practice. And I'm like, why have we waited, literally five years to do this? You hung your license so that you can do my license at Mm -hmm. Compass, and then I can like do referrals, but I can't like. Do a transaction, which... I couldn't even do that <laughs> if I tried so bad. It's okay. It's not for everybody. <laughs> no. Like the negotiating, I get like clammy. I have somebody who negotiates my brand deals for a reason because I'm yeah. just like, I get nervous and like Mark's like, you're terrible at this. <laughs> oh, you're right. So speaking of Mark, you've been working with Mark for? Since 2017. Well, okay. I
1: joined the team in 2017.
0: So they work with a team called the Wine Country Culver Group and yep. Mark is in the team and Heather has been their transaction coordinator for all these years and until now she just got her license so she has that as well but how is it working for mark Mother with mark motherfucking Altus? it's good I love yeah? it yeah is he like is he responsive is he like is he nice yeah. like do
1: people like <laughs> yes. him yes. yes he's responsive people like him um obviously people like him because he does well yeah with it you know he's he great keeps doesn't... go he has business coming in which yeah. is good. yeah he always has something going so he's not whether like it's a me seller with... or buyer yeah. like you know he has He's good at yeah, his job, but he's good at his job. He knows what he's doing and he knows his stuff. Like, especially with vacant land and dirt work. Right. And like all those things he has all that knowledge from before. Yeah, and like so wells that's and always, septic
0: systems. Like he yeah. really knows it. So yes. but yeah, he's very he's, knowledgeable. He's much better at answering emails than I am. That's another <laughs> reason I could not be I hate email. <laughs> Don't, does anybody else hate email? I fucking loathe it. Like I get anxiety <laughs> having to go check my inbox. I'm like, oh, what today? You uh, know, like. If I'm on vacation, it's
1: definitely uh, a little bit more
0: on that. I just think it's yeah. the most inconvenient fucking thing in the world because there's it's like a long ass to-do list from someone else. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. And I'm here to say that I would be cool to never have to deal with email again. Yeah. And, and now I've had a Gmail For so long (laughs) that literally I get, like, 400 emails a day. I did hear a tip from our neighbor Jill, which was so smart. She started a separate email for, like, her kids, like, sports. Like, it's, like, all, like, their family, like, kids stuff. Like, kids, school, sports, all that. Then she has, like, an email. I think. That's a lot of emails to keep track of. It is. She
1: has to. She, like keeps track of all of them uh, yeah
0: well like but then she also maybe maybe she didn't have that one like for the kids in the sports and stuff yeah. but she does I know specifically have one for shopping oh. where you get tons of just yeah. emails that you're like no I do not want to get your be on your email list but then you I end subscribe. up on their email list you're like amazing like yeah. I tapped that I didn't want to be on this shit and now I have right. like all these
1: emails I did from it to Jay get Kru. the 20 percent discount code or 10 percent, whatever it might have been
0: yeah which you know, is always like, a fucking trap no but like when I even when I <laughs> check out and I'm like they're like you know, you have to add your email. And they're like, do you want to receive newsletters? Oh. No, I do not. Yeah. And then the next thing I know, a week later, J.Crew is sending me their newsletter. I'm like, I told you no. <laughs> you clearly didn't listen. <laughs> like, and then I have to unroll. And I hear that the trick is that then, so they don't send you an email from like jcrew.com. They'll send one to you from like jcrew.net. And you're like, fuck you. Really? Yeah, it's like weird. Like, I do like wonder hello- how I people. get
1: certain emails from certain places that I'm like, I don't even know what this is. Like, not even shopping related, but like… I don't even know. I'm how like, like what is this? How did it? Yeah. How did they get my email? Unsubscribe it
0: all. I always do. That's so annoying. But I still get so many. So Ugh. many. It's the worst. There certain things I, that I, I stand keep. behind it. I really hate fucking email. Yeah. Um, but let's okay. So there is this story that I would really like you to tell. Oh no! I think I know which one. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> Heather story. And I figured we would leave it with this because you are all going to laugh when you hear this story. And it's been a running Or you thing. might
1: not think it's as funny as we do. I oh, don't know.
0: Either way. I know. Maybe I'm building this up a little too much. <laughs> but I find it to be one of the funniest fucking Heather stories in the world because it just shows you that Heather is so badass. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no, the fact that you did that. Okay, let's just tell. Okay, let's <laughs> tell. okay, You have to paint the picture, like what kind of car oh, you were in, what oh parking lot
1: you were in, all the things. <laughs> Okay, I don't even know how many years ago this
0: was. It we, was yeah, it was a it was like at least five years ago.
1: It was at least five years ago, maybe maybe four. I don't know. Just kind of lose track of time these days. Um, I was driving our old Honda Pilot. <laughs> it was gray. <laughs> it's gray <So> <laughs> at the time, and I went to Lucky's. I literally had to go to Lucky's, Lucky's for is one a, thing.
0: Lucky's, if you don't know, is like a Safeway or an Albertsons. It's like a, just a generic yeah, like grocery it's just store.
1: A grocery store. I had to go there for one thing. So I pull into the parking lot and I park in this parking spot. And as soon as I parked, I noticed behind me in my rear view mirror, there was this car with a guy and a girl. They're probably mid thirties, maybe younger than that. I don't even know. And they were just up to no good, and I could tell from the beginning. And I sat there after I parked, and I kind of just watched them in my rearview mirror. I'm telling you again, true crime <laughs> shit coming through here. You know, you're always Am gotta I watch your to back. <laughs> true crime, gotta watch your back at all times. Um, I'm like watching them in the rearview mirror, and I'm like, what the hell are they doing? They were just doing weird shit in their car. Like I don't know if they were doing drugs, but they were just up probably. to no good. Yeah, I mean, if I had to guess, probably. And so I kind of just watched them for, like, a minute or two, and I was just, I don't know. I was skeptical of them from the beginning, and, and the guy was, like, bending down, like, looking for things. He was, like, rummaging through things in the front seat, and I was like, oh, okay. So I get out, and I, like, go into the store. I get whatever I needed. I don't even remember. And I come back out, and I kid you not, I was probably in there for five minutes, maybe. <laughs> like, five minutes, ten minutes tops, but, like, yeah. It was and a quick I, trip. Yeah, quick trip. And I come <laughs> back out to the car and I get in and on my dri- on the windshield, on the driver's side, like underneath the windshield wiper was uh, a piece of paper. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I, I just thought it was one of those, you know, like people coming around. Soliciting something. Gas, yeah. And I'm like, uh, And so I get out and I grab it and I open it up. And it was this nasty, nasty hand-drawn picture on a white blank piece of paper with pencil of a weird guy with oh god. (laughs) So bad you guys (laughs) with a very detailed picture of a penis. I mean, with like veins and (laughs) cubes, yeah, all the things, like all the things, so detailed. And I knew immediately it was them. I was like, "Oh, these fuckers! Like, are you kidding me?" And it was—it was just so disgusting. And I mean, like I kind humming. of laughed. It was so it was gross. disgusting. It was, I mean, the details on the picture were so gross that I—I I can't even explain she all the violated things. But everybody, I just—I mean, at first I was pissed, but then I kind of laughed because I was like, oh my, "I mean, I can't be that pissed because, I mean, wow,
0: whoever drew that." did And there's a only one other job. car in the parking lot, so you know who it is. <laughs> So,
1: but then I I took a screenshot, of course, and I sent it to Erica (laughs) immediately. And I'm like, what is this? Like, I'll call you in a minute. (laughs) And I took a picture of it and I'm not one to litter, but I threw it on the ground because I was so disgusted and I didn't want it. I'm like, oh, I'm not taking this. I threw it on the ground. I reversed and drove around to like the backside of their car. By that point, the girl was like in the trunk, like rummaging through shit and I don't even know what the guy was doing and I drove past them with my window rolled down and I said, get a life, you fucking losers.
0: <laughs> and I called Erica right after it's and I so told her good. the whole story. I'm like, what did you do? She's like, get a life, you fucking losers. So now, just so you know, if you're listening and you're a troll…
1: One of the things that
0: Heather and I do now, I'll screenshot like shitty DMs or Mm -hmm. shitty comments, and luckily it does not happen often. But when it does, I always send them to Heather, and she always responds with (laughs) "Get a life, you fucking
1: losers." Yeah, like who has (laughs) the time to write out some of the bullshit that you? Oh my god! I mean, I know it
0: happens to. That's the thing that I don't think trolls realize is that I'm not the only one seeing your shit. Like, yeah. If you send me something, I'm sending it to probably five of my friends (laughs) and family members. Like, and I'm going, like, we're laughing at you and we're all calling you a dick. Yeah. So, like, maybe just don't do that. Because you are. Because you are. So, like, Like, don't be a dick. At Katie, you know, you know, (laughs) SF1234, like, you're a bitch. Yeah. And we're talking about you now. Yeah. Just get a life. Like, why do you need to write things like that to anybody?
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you have that much time in your day to write things like that,
0: like, come on. I don't get it. I don't. I mean... I block block and be blessed is my like Mm -hmm. new term. Or not new term, but my term. But anyways, well that was it was such a funny story and I love that it lives on and I just had to t- like share that with everybody because I don't think I've ever shared it on my stories or anything like that. So. I don't know,
1: but I'm sure it's not as funny to other people uh, as it is to us. It's a pretty good thing. I mean, because not everybody would roll down the their time. window
0: and like shout that to them, you know, like, that's was so amazing. I was so
1: grossed out and felt violent. I was like, ah, like <laughs> so get alive! Weird. You're just over here and I'm like doing drags and <laughs> rummaging they're like drawing <laughs> nasty pictures leaving them on girls yeah like
0: really like get a job so gross get a job but <laughs> oh, well, well. thank you so much for being on the podcast oh thank so you fun. for you having me you did great oh thank you and if you want to follow Heather we'll put her Instagram handle you know <laughs> down at the bottom of the <laughs> notes but um yeah thanks for being here and uh thank you I hope you guys enjoy this episode and be sure to tune in to the Whiskey and Lace podcast um next week Thank you. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. All right, friends, that's all for today's episode of the Whiskey and Lace podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share the love and leave a review. And remember to join the Whiskey and Lace community by following me on TikTok and Instagram at Whiskey and Lace. And send me a DM to say hi and mention this episode. I'd love to meet you. See you next week.